When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Busy day, bombshell stories, huge games, very expensive chalupas, and who you got? All that more on the menu. The hashtag crew is assembled. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Well, the one place to start is you would not want to be in this room right now if you were a quarterback, because I got two guys right now that would terrify you, Rob Ninkovich and Bartholomew Bart Scott. Good enough to hang out and talk some football with me after we finish Get Up. One place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We managed to just do two hours of TV and not even mention, Rob Nikovich, your beloved hometown Chicago Bears, <laughs> who will kick off the NFL weekend tonight against Washington. But Bart did make a pretty bold prediction earlier in this show about Washington's quarterback, who is now being... Well, I don't know, tacitly called out by his own coach. Yeah, what is it you expect to see happen here? I mean, I expect Carson Wentz maybe to struggle. And if he struggles, you know, you can hear it in, in, in Ryan Rivera's voice. He's had enough. I mean, he was on a short leash, you know, coming from Indianapolis. This would be his third team in three years, and he's not inspiring. You know, you look at on the other side, you look at Justin Fields, and, and we thought this was a, going to be a horrible year. If they win – Tonight, they're 3-3. Three and three. They're 500 mm-hmm. in the middle of October, which is where you want to be. They're still playing meaningful games. If Washington drops a 1-5, and five, I think you go to Tyler Heineke, somebody that you know can inspire this team. He's like a Minshew Mania type of guy. He just kind of has a moxie about him, and I think you let him see what he can do, but you have to have you know, some plans for your starting quarterback after the season. So it could be the end of the road for Forever. Carson Wentz. Uh, pretty much. I mean, he, he becomes one of those guys whose lot in life is to be a backup somewhere and wait and see if someone gets hurt. And very few players have had more opportunities yeah. given to them to prove they could do it uh, than Carson Wentz has. And to this point, he's been unable to do it. As far as the Bears are concerned, just a quick moment on them before we dive into some of the other games, Nico. You know, whether they get to 3-3 three and three tonight or not, I, I don't think anyone realistically thinks they're in the mix for – playoffs and meaningful wins of that sort this year what you want to see is the improvement and the development and I will tell you I watched the second half of that game last week in Minnesota which the Bears absolutely had a chance to win the ball literally got ripped out of the hands of one of their receivers or they might have had a chance to win I see it I feel like I'm seeing that in the beginnings of that improvement in Justin Fields it's starting to look like a little bit of a light is going on what do you see well Grinny I'm gonna go into the super fans okay? okay and I know everybody out there wants to hear what the Chicago Bears super fans fans have to say the Bears are two and three yeah. is there another number two three that we talk about a lot in Chicago <laughs> one sir Michael Jordan okay yes my cousin we are all talking about the Bears and of course two and three not the best record but guess what you go three and three against the commander the commanders what are the commanders they're in a bad spot I don't know what a commander is I tell you who the commander in chief is that's one Mike Ditka and he's still around okay the Bears they're gonna be fine they're two and three they got a young great quarterback who has 
has upside potential we could talk about forever over a bratwurst or a bear. But anyway, let's talk about the Bears and where they're headed. They're headed potentially to 3-3 three and three because the Commanders, I don't know what they are. They're going to be 1-5. and five. I do know that because 2-3, Michael Jordan and the Bears, the Chicago area, we're all excited to see if Fields can get this team in the right direction. That was infinitely better than the analysis that I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just no, go off into I this like zone. I will, I will zone. take it. That is Ninko with Thank us you. here. Bart Scott is here. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options and easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. So there's the two monster games on the schedule this weekend. It's the best weekend of the NFL season so far because of these two games. The one in Kansas City and then the one in Philly. Let's take them in the order in which they'll be played, which means we start in the AFC. Every member of our set today, Bart, including you, picked Buffalo to win this game on the road. Why? I mean, this team is a complete team, offensively, defensively, in this young group of nucleus, whether you're bringing, talking about Ed Oliver, they've been playing together, right? And they've been building this thing. And I think the cherry on top or the f- finishing piece was for them to bring a finisher in, a veteran like Von Miller, who has won two Super Bowls with two different organizations. You know, he was the difference in what Aaron Donald did during the playoffs. He was able to be that voice to say, hey, Aaron Donald, you need to be more vocal, right? So he understands how to step and lead because he is a Hall of Famer, but he knows how to take a back seat to the, um, you know, the leadership that's already there. You know, you know, and it's just you have to suffer sometimes as a, as a team to kind of know what it's all about, right, and know how to win these games. I feel they've been knocking on the door for the last couple of years, and they're ready to, I think, unseed Kansas City as the preempted favorite, right, should be the favorite. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they should be always the favorite, much like Kansas City has been, because the emergence of Josh Allen as a potential MVP this season. How important is this game? You made some interesting points Earlier, Ninko, I love hearing this kind of insight because fans would have no other way of knowing it, Mm. that Kansas City having to go to Buffalo for the AFC championship game, it's not just the fans that make it hard to win in Buffalo. No, it's the stadium. It it is a stadium in Buffalo, and Bart knows this. He played there a bunch. They have probably the worst, (laughs) worst visiting locker room in the NFL. And I say worst, they have... One toilet. They have bad plumbing. Four showers, basically shower heads. The other side doesn't work. Um, the plumbing's terrible. You're showering with freezing ice cold water. There's no room to get taped. Yeah. There's no room for IVs. There's basically you're jammed into this small room. It's very, very uncomfortable. And on top of that, when you're in Buffalo, you stay at this hotel. I think everyone stays at the same hotel. Yeah, it's hard. it's downtown. There's it's just not. As nice as if you were home in your own stadium, you're sleeping in your own bed. So the Buffalo Bills understand to get to where they want to be, and that's deep into the playoffs to a Super Bowl, they have to win this matchup. This is a must-win game. And we've seen the Buffalo Bills week one. And, again, other instances where we're saying, why is Josh Allen running so hard? Why is he trying to set the tone so much? Because they know how vital this season is to set the tone early, to show the league, listen, last year – Flip the coin the other way, we win that game, and maybe we get to a Super Bowl. So we feel like we missed out. So yeah. now it's up to us to put it on our own backs, have be our, in control of our own destiny. So winning the AFC, having the number one seed, going to Buffalo is a lot tougher and, than having to go to Arrowhead. 
And I always thought, you know, one of the keys to the success of the Patriots is they always won a division, but they always were the number one seed where they had that first round bye. They're able to scout their their opponent. And, you know, we beat up on each other in the wild card just trying to make it there. By the time you get there, you guys are rested. You just got to win two games and you're in the Super Bowl. Um, and I think that's what Josh Allen has to do. He has to make sure that you know they have the right conditions. Hosting at home, you talk about Orchard Park, how you know that's a really true college atmosphere. I mean, you got people and fans doing things mm-hmm. that you don't see in the other fan base. Catch them in mustard showers, mm-hmm. you know, jumping off the top rope. You know, they get crazy there. And even though it's not a big stadium, it's so loud because they're it's so close. passionate. Close about, yeah, you. they're so close to you. They're so passionate. So you, you talk about, you know, what's the next step? The next step is for the Buffalo Bills to win the division so that they can host and everything goes through Orchard Park. Greeny, and a reminder, you can watch our show now live in the ESPN app. Just open the app, hit watch on the bottom tab, and you'll be able to watch the show live. Uh, the other monster game, of course, is Sunday night in Philadelphia. And everyone on our set today, Ninko, including you, picked the Eagles. Why? Well, you look at this team, they're, they're confident. They have a really good offense. I think they're number four overall in defense, so they have a great defense. I think the Cowboys are probably getting a little bit more praise because of one guy, because of Parsons, because they do have a great pass rusher, which, granted, that's going to help you in certain instances. But I think top to bottom, the Eagles roster is yeah. a stronger roster. You know, the Cowboys, of course, after two weeks, we thought that their whole season was over. Now they have a backup quarterback in. They've kind of gotten back to the basics, running the football, protecting the quarterback, playing good defense. But at the same time, you know, the Eagles, they also see this game as a as a huge um, stepping stone for them to kind of put their mark on the division. And also the NFC, we've talked about this all year, that it's not a very strong division. So yeah. they can put their name at the top of the list going 6-0, and beating the Cowboys, putting themselves in position to win the division and putting themselves atop of the NFC. Well, we talk about everything that the Buffalo Bills did in the offseason was to make sure that they can beat Kansas City. Well, I think everything that the um, Eagles did was to make sure that they're able to win their division because even though they went to the playoffs last year, it was the Dallas Cowboys division. Yeah. So going out and getting A.J. Brown, it's, it's symbolizing, like, listen, we have a quarterback that's a second-round draft pick that's under a rookie quarter uh, uh, contract. Let's go out and get as many weapons as we can before we have to pay him. And, oh, by the way, if this guy turns out to be a franchise quarterback, Boom. we got to steal, yeah. and we have two first-round draft picks where we can replace a Kelsey, we can replace a pass rusher, or we can continue to build and stack because we did the smart thing by stockpiling picks by, but still also hitting on your draft picks and having guys take some – you know, for team-friendly deals. But when you hit on a quarterback and you hit on him in the second round, much like when we looked at Seattle with Russell Wilson, not much when we look at, like, Dak Prescott, his first run yeah. before he got the deal. You're able to go out and get luxury pieces. You can get an A.J. Brown and still be able to give him a long-term deal. You can go get a Brad Bradbury as an add-on piece to be opposite of big play slay. So you look at what they've done as far as being able to draft but also being able to have powder dry when they need to make some moves. I think the time is right and the time is now. And Jalen Hurts, I think, is, you know, this is so important for him and for his legacy because he's almost like a stepchild so much, you know, right now. You know, we, we knew that the first two first-round draft picks are sitting there in case he doesn't work out so they can have the ammunition to move up for a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young. But if he turns out to be the truth, 
man, what a luxury is it to have two first-round draft picks where you can drop back because everybody's going to be clamoring up to go get somebody's yep. pick. And New Orleans' pick is looking damn good right yep. now, you know, so to speak. So the rich just get richer because of the moves that they made and planning for the present and the future. That's the additional one that they have. You know, there are so many podcasts available right now. It takes a team of people to bring all those together. And so whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your own growing business, one place makes that easy. And that's ZipRecruiter. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. One last thing. On the show this morning, there was a split. Two of the four uh, people that I had up there picked the Jets to beat the Packers at Lambeau. Two picked the Packers. Here's the question I have. Are the Jets getting the Packers? Everyone knows what I want to see happen. Are they getting them at the perfect time? are at the worst possible time. I can't make up my mind. There's an argument to be made it's the worst possible time. The Packers just took a bad loss that everybody saw. They're licking their wounds. The world is counting them out. That's that's a dangerous time to play, particularly a great player like Rodgers. The other side of it is they're struggling. They're not playing well. And they're coming back from London without a bye. In my experience, didn't it used to be that like after the London game, you would get a a bye? So, I mean, it's a... That's not the same as any other road trip. So, you know, Bart, are the Jets getting the Packers at the worst time or at the best time? I mean, I'm going to go glass half full, right? They're getting them at the, at the right time. I think they've learned their lesson as well, how to handle success, right? Now they're getting pat on the back. They were getting kicked in the butt when we were talking about receipts early in the season. And then I think the win in Cleveland, you talk about a team that's scoring more points in the fourth quarter. I think the Jets leads uh, the league in that category because they don't quit. And I think that's a lesson they learned from Cleveland. But the lesson they also learned from Cleveland is the next week does doesn't guarantee that it's going to be the same result when they got embarrassed by the Bengals. So I think them coming off and having back-to-back wins, they're starting to get their identity. Dwayne Brown was a uh, breath of fresh air. The fact that the run game picked up because he's a veteran. And they're starting to get complete, and they're starting to believe. And belief is a powerful thing. And I think the fact that last year Zach Wilson, they played in, in Lambeau, they practiced there for a week. And so I feel like he'll be comfortable and won't be the first time that he's been at Lambeau and it could be an advantage for him. And when I asked you about it this morning in our meeting, Ninko, you said there's an advantage sometimes of just being as young as yeah. these guys are. Yeah, when, when you don't have like the pressure of what Aaron Rodgers has on him to get this team back to a playoff, deep playoff run at Super Bowl, the Jets are just like, okay, yeah, we got a bunch of young kids here. We're super talented. We got our starting quarterback back from an injury. We looked pretty good last week against the Steelers. Let's go out here against a wounded team that doesn't really have an identity, yeah. and let's put up some points. Let's let's have fun. Let's fly around. It's just like we did when we were younger. Like, oh, we're just having a great time because we're really talented. When you're young, sometimes you don't stress about stuff because you're just relying off your your you God-given you talent. Know. Yeah, you don't know. So you're just like, yeah, I'm feeling good today. I'm young. I'm fast. I can make plays. Yeah. I'm trying to get paid. And it looks like a team that they're trending in the right direction. And I think this is a great time for the Jets because if they can go four and two and the rest of their schedule ahead of them, they can build some momentum. They could surprise a lot of teams. You heard Brees Young say as much, right? He's like, man, like we got together, me, Garrett Wilson, you know, we trained in the offseason at Sauce Garden. We was like, man, we're pretty damn we're, – we're really good. Yeah. Right? So they're just scratching the surface, but I think they, they own the hey, and, and they have the confidence that, hey, I can compete in this league. Because you don't know if you're going to be able to transition yep. and what the transition is. And the transition has been smooth for Sauce Gardner. It's been smooth for Garrett Wilson. And listen, let's not talk about a Vera Tucker and all the other young players. You know, I think the last two years, you know, the, the Jets 
have done a great job in getting fundamental foundational pieces, you know, that they can build upon. And the, the young veterans are starting to come along. DJ Reed in free agency has been a godsend as well. All right, I got to run. Guys, you're the best. Thank you, Bart. We'll hear you here Absolutely. live coast to coast. A little less than two hours. Nico, you are the man. Uh, good fun being had on TV with us this morning. In the meantime, coming up next, a bombshell story from ESPN this morning that could have enormous ramifications across the entire NFL. You'll hear it right after this on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. So before I get to the defense of Hembo and the assembled members of the hashtag crew are all here. Hembo is here. Bubba is with us. Nuno is with us as always. <clears throat> I just want to make sure everyone is aware of the story that went up on ESPN.com this morning from Don Van Natta, Seth Wickersham and Tisha Thompson. I had Seth on get up today. It is about Dan Snyder. Uh, the owner of the Commanders. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on it because it is really the kind of thing that you have to read. Um, I had Seth on Get Up this morning, and I don't know that it is something that in the talking about it really does justice just how explosive 
the, the reporting is. But according to interviews with more than 30 owners and NFL league and team executives and others, a new report says that multiple owners and league and team sources say they've been told that Dan Snyder has instructed his law firms to hire private investigators to look into other owners and to look into NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Sources say the league is aware that Snyder claims to be tracking the owners. He recently told a close associate, Snyder did, that he has gathered enough secrets to, quote, blow up several owners and the league office and even uh, Goodell saying, quote, they can't F with me. He has privately said that. He told an associate the NFL is a mafia. The owners hate each other. One veteran owner told ESPN that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. One owner was told by Snyder directly that he has dirt on Jerry Jones. While Jones historically has been one of Snyder's closest allies, he recently told confidants he might not be able to protect Snyder any longer. Again, this is one of those that you really have to read it to get a full sense of just how explosive it is. But essentially, for such a long time now, there have been so many controversies swirling around Dan Snyder and his ownership of the team that is now known as the Washington Commanders. And I've had so many people say to me, how does that guy stay there? How in the world can't they get him out? That's what the reporters were asking themselves as they went in search of answers. And these are the answers that they came back with. So to me, this is a, an absolutely fascinating story. And um, it is one, again, I, I don't really know, Nuno, I don't know that there's really much comment for me to make on it. Um, Snyder and, and, and the team has denied the report, has denied the allegations in the report, um, which is important to point out for the purposes of fairness. But it is uh, an explosive story, and it remains to be seen where it goes. Is, is, Nuno, is there anything I'm missing here? Is there anything further I should say before we get to some fun? No, I would just say that everyone should go ahead and read it because it is a fascinating and interesting story. It is. It really is. It's one that if you are interested in the way the behind the scenes, let's put it this way. If all this stuff is 100 percent accurate, it's incredible. I mean, (laughs) it is it is just an incredible story that here is a billionaire basically saying they can't take me down because I've got the goods on all of them. That's that's in essence. That's what the story is. So it really is remarkable. All right. Greeny with you here. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Meanwhile. I'm sorry, what? What? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Just bring him in. Bring Todd in. All right, so we've got Todd Frazier in here because I'm hoping that he might be the one person who will offer a defense of my main man, Hembo. So, Todd, I want to make sure you can hear. Todd Frazier, who is, of course, a longtime Major League Baseball player and has now been doing analysis for us the last couple of days on Get Up. I set up in front of that. Get that microphone right in front of your face there, Todd, and make sure you can hear me. How is everything going? Yeah, everything's good, man. Okay. I'm having a blast. So, we're delighted to have you. So, yesterday, and I know that he has discussed this with you, Hembo made, he gave a take that the Yankee fans should want to play the Astros in the next round because of the history between the two, because of the cheating, which has been documented that the Astros did to knock them off a few years ago, despite the fact that he himself acknowledges that the Yankees would have a much better chance of beating Seattle than they would have beating Houston. Now, this applies to any sports fan anywhere. If you were a fan, and in the case of Todd, you're a player. 
Just imagine putting yourself in these shoes. Hembo, give me the numbers. What was the what were you estimating the chances of the Yankees beating the Astros in a seven game series without home field advantage to be? Something like forty percent. Forty percent. What are you estimating? the Yankees' chances of beating the Mariners in a seven-game series with home field advantage. Something like 60%. Something like 60%. So something that you think is likely, you're choosing the opposite over that because you still hold this grudge and want to defeat the opposition. So Hembo made this point yesterday. I'm going to play you little bits of response that came from ESPN Radio New York, where, of course, it's a Yankee-centric, even though most of the people talking are not Yankee fans, you're just going to get a taste, Todd, of the way people reacted to this. Hembo, who's who's a trolly troll, by the way. It's such a stupid take. It's the worst take in the history of takes. It's actually worse when I hear it. It's so bad. Yeah, but you can't. But here's the problem with the take, though. You just got done telling everybody that you think there's a 40% chance to beat Houston as opposed to a 60% chance to beat Seattle. So he, you know what he's saying? He's saying he's, I I didn't even know he's okay with losing. What he's saying is he's okay with losing. Right. Is that he would, he would risk a better chance of losing for the chance to beat Houston, which to me, and listen, I'm crazy. I was never an athlete, all these things. Fine. I'm a fan. As a fan, it is one of the Dumber takes you could possibly oh, hear. Oh, so they just, that's Dave Rothenberg and Rick DiPietro. <sighs> the guys from Michael K. show went off on him as well yesterday. Maybe not quite as, as, as bitingly, Jesus. as bitterly. So, Todd. Ooh, you must have did something to them. Mm. Let, let's talk about it from a player's perspective. You were on the Yankees. You were on that team that lost to Houston in the ALCS in 2017. We showed it earlier today on TV. You had a big home run to win a game in that yes, series. Yes, yes, yes. Do the if, if you're a player on this team, do you want your crack at Houston, or do you want the what would seem to be the easier matchup in Seattle? Listen, I was talking about it earlier. As as we said, I was a part of that whole thing. Right. And there's nothing more than I want is to play the Houston Astros and finally beat them as a player. Mm. As a player, and I I think the judges of the world and. Uh, the guys that have been there and have played against the Astros and understand beating them would silence everybody. But if they don't make it there, okay, then that's Houston's fault. You can't say, oh, well, you didn't beat Houston. You won a World Series, blah, blah, blah. As a fan, I want, I want Seattle at the okay. end of the day. If I'm a fan, I want Seattle because that's the easier road. But as a player inside, I, I, I think I'd want to take Houston on. Or as a player inside, I want to take Houston on and finally – Take them off the mountain. So, Hembo, do you feel buoyed in any way by Todd Frazier's validation? Absolutely. 100%. And this, this was a man on Why that Why do you team. have a garbage can on the table? <laughs> Just as a visual reminder... Of what the Houston Astros did in the 2017 ALCS in order to beat the New York Yankees. Right. I just want to have this here as a prop. Bang it a little bit so people can hear it. <laughs> that's a curveball. I, I wish. That's a fastball. Change up. Right. That's right. what those guys did. It right. was ridiculous. It was egregious. But I actually think, because I, I was texting all my buddies about this yesterday from Philly, and they all agreed with me. This actually might be a Philly thing. Like, I, I've, I, I root for teams and against teams with, with hatred and, and venom. And I think in some sense, I, if I were a Yankee fan, I'd hate the Astros so much that the prospects of at least having the chance to beat them and knock them down, that's worth it. Like that's, That shot would be so satisfying that I can take the trade-off of having a better chance to beat the Mariners. Absolutely. But also as a Yankee fan, i got to defend them for one thing. Nothing Please. against you. Mm. I think they're sick of playing them and losing all the time, if you want the truth. So as a fan, like I said, let's bring Seattle in. Let's get the easier opponent. 
if I'm a fan, as I am right now, of course. But as a player, deep down inside, I want the Astros. Well, Todd, to, I want, I want to go clear. there. You're being very nice because you yes. like Hembo and everyone likes Hembo. Yes. But this take is psychotic. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, and, 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 and the only way I can think, I have almost no um, athletic. What, what pitch was that? That was a curveball. Yeah, keep hitting it. I like that. I like that. I wish I would have known that a uh, yeah. couple years ago. Could you hear it, by the way? I, you know what? Thinking back, I, I was playing third. I had a direct view of the tunnel. And, you know, thinking I would, you know, not playing baseball. If I'm playing baseball, I should see everything, right? But never came to my mind. Huh. Never never heard it. And, um, no, that's how they go. I mean, why, why would you be thinking, oh, man, let me hear a garbage can. You know, why would you be thinking that? And, right. uh, oh, man, I, I, I wish I was really cognizant about where everybody – because I usually am, you know, being from this area – you got to have your eyes everywhere. So sure. I, I, I kind of blame myself I get a little bit. Okay, so anyway, but, but yes. the, putting that aside. So the point of the matter here is that the most important thing is winning. That, as a fan, yes. that should be the most important thing. But, Hembo, what you're telling me, and you think that this is maybe a Philly thing, mm-hmm. is that it is actually more uh, satisfying to you to see your enemy lose then it even is to see yourself win. Is that what you're saying? Yes. The, this is oppo research. This is exactly what, to me, there is, you're maximizing your satisfaction if you beat the Astros. I want that more than anything. I want to bring this into the stadium, and I want to pound that thing for nine innings. And if my team just so happens to lose, I can stomach it. But the opportunity to see them win, look, this, this is the biggest rivalry in baseball right now. I hate the Astros more than I hate the Red Sox by a long shot. And for the first time, maybe ever, the evil empire will be Houston. We'll have the country on my side, too. I want all of that. I want that chance more than anything in the world. Greeny, Hembo, and uh, Todd Frazier in our studio. Again, Greeny Nation, Dr. Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. So, so here's the thing, Todd. What football team do you root for? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that's right. You told me that. You, yes. you loved Mike Allstott when you were going. Okay, oh, so that's train, ridiculous. Baby. You're a Jersey yeah, guy you're, who likes the Buccaneers. That's not ridiculous. Keep it's going. ridiculous. No. <laughs> but but so I'm a Jet fan, right? This is well documented. Okay. When the people perceive you, if you're a Jet fan, to, to hate the Giants. I've never hated the Giants I've, because they, I grew up, you know, and, and they continue yeah. to play in different conferences. I never considered the Giants a rival. I never cared about them really one way or the other. When the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, now I've never had the opportunity to yeah. see my team in the Super Bowl. The only time they were in it, I was one year old. Um, but when they beat, particularly that year that New England was going for the perfect season, when the Patriots were 18-0, and that's my arch rival. Yes, of course. When Plexico Burris caught that touchdown, when first uh, they, they get the helmet catch and then Plexico catches that touchdown, I was sitting by myself in a hotel in Bristol because I was you know, getting set to come in early the next morning. I jumped out of the bed and danced around the room celebrating in a way that I, I can't remember ever celebrating the result of a football game before. Now, my team has never won. Yeah. So if you ask me, would you rather have the Jets win than have seen that? Yes, of course I'd rather have that. But the one thing I will give Hembo 
is seeing them lose, seeing the Patriots lose that game, especially being where I was in northern Connecticut, knowing that all the Patriot fans I was going to get to see at work the following day, that was very satisfying. Yeah, but at the same time, it's satisfying, but only for a minute. Like, that's still not your team winning. Right, that's right. And I, I, that's the problem I have with it. It's still not my team. It's exciting, you know, to see, you know, the, the Patriots, the big dogs, you know, Tom Brady lose. But again, it's not your team that's doing correct. it. That's correct. So... I'm a fan of the team I root for, and, you know, if they beat the arch rival, great, but I'm not going to be jumping up and down, in my opinion. I'm not going to do it. So, in all, you're you're willing to defend Hembo, but in a very limited way. Limited. About about this much. A tiny little bit. A tiny bit, because... It's just only if I didn't play, it'd be a different story. I think it's I think. a Philly thing. I honestly think it might be a Philly thing. I'm that hateful. I'm that vengeful. Okay, fair enough. Again, I mean, they were just everywhere I went yesterday. Hey, what, what pitch was fastball that? Fastball down and away. If you, if you don't like it, play better. That's how I'll leave it at that. Let's right. go. There you go. Uh, well done. Todd, it's been such a pleasure having you here. We'll keep doing this. Uh, again, you see Todd Frazier with us on Get Up as we go forward through the baseball playoffs. Coming up next, one guy's about to play by far the biggest game of his life. Greeny, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
Uh, I like this day in a lot of ways, and I'm finding out why as we roll along. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. I notice we're listening to nothing but Paul Simon music today, and I just found out from my friend Bubba, and we will have this in Who You Got a little bit later today, that today is Mr. Simon's birthday. Do I have that right? That is correct. Paul Simon is 81 Oh, yeah. That's remarkable. I did not realize. Would you have known? uh, Forget about Hembo. He's busy making up ridiculous baseball takes. Um, But for those of us who know anything about the pop culture of the last half century, um, would you have guessed that Paul Simon Bubba was older than Paul McCartney and Mick Jagger? Like like Mick Jagger just turned 79. McCartney just turned 80. And Simon, Paul Simon is 81. I I don't think I would have realized that Paul Simon was older. I would have thought, yeah, maybe late 70s or something, yeah. I just would have taken him as one, because he was, influenced so much by the Beatles. Right. That that he would have been younger. Somehow younger, yeah, exactly. He was actually older than them. That's crazy. 81, he's the best. I'm. A, you will not find a bigger fan of Paul Simon in the world than me. We'll talk about him a little bit later. In the meantime, uh, as we continue to pile on Hembo for his terrible takes, um, he is also very fired up this week because, as we mentioned, the Eagles and how much the Philly fans live with all of their hatred of their rivals, you get your arch rival into your house on Sunday night. In one of the two real monster games on the schedule this weekend, Buffalo at Kansas City in the late afternoon window, and then Cowboys at Eagles Sunday night. I mean, I think you would be willing to bet every cent you had that'll be the highest, the most watched football game of the entire NFL season. And so, Bubba, let me come to you from the Cowboys side of it, because it does look like Cooper Rush is going to play that game. With that in mind, and the fact that you've gone 4-0 and at this point, and and more than kept the ship afloat. Do you feel like the Cowboys go into this game playing with house money? Probably, yeah. I, th- I think, I think, um, yeah. Which is why I think we, it's better for us to not have Dak play because I think if Dak comes back, it just adds all this unnecessary pressure. Where if, if with Cooper playing, I I think it is with house money there because if he wins, it's just unbelievable. But if he loses. Okay, well, he went four and one as the starter, and we get Dak coming back. So, yeah, I, th- I think we're in a great position, no matter what what happens here. Yeah, I do too. I-, I think all the pressure in the world is on the Eagles in this game, and in fact, and Hembo, I'll turn to you. I think this is the biggest game of Jalen Hurts' career. Now, I have to think back. I mean, he started national championship games in college, so I-, I guess it's hard to say that this is bigger than that. He also started a playoff game last year, but one that absolutely no one gave them a chance to win in Tampa against Brady. But he played the biggest of big college football games. So I don't think the atmosphere will be too big for him. I don't think any of that is the problem. But for anyone for whom there are still any questions about Jalen Hurts, this is the week that he can answer them forever. I think if Jalen Hurts plays big against this defense, against Micah Parsons and everything else, then... Jalen Hurts solidifies whatever remains to be solidified that he is the quarterback of this team going forward, no ifs, ands, or buts. If he does not, if this Cowboy defense really gives him a hard time, if he has his first real bad day of the season, I think there will be a lot of people asking the question, hey, is is what we have seen so far for real? I, I think this is a big night for him. This is the biggest start of Jalen Hurts' NFL career for sure, and that includes the playoff game last year for sure. 
For, for starters, it's because you're playing your most hated rival. You're doing so at home against the backup quarterback. The expectation is you win. You're a six-point favorite. But I would also say this about Jalen Hurts. This is a gen- young man that needs to buckle his chin strap because the Cowboys hit the quarterback more than any team in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts, in part because of his style of play, takes more hits than any quarterback in the NFL. More than any Court, more than Lamar Jackson, more than Josh Allen. More than any quarterback through five games since ESPN began tracking quarterback uh, hits huh. in 2005. Ooh. This is a quarterback that puts himself in harm's way, sometimes willingly and sometimes just because his style of play. Look, he's a, he's a big guy. He can out-squat defensive linemen. He's a, he is not Kyler Murray. He is not you know, a small, shifty guy. And Jalen Hurts plays that way. But Micah Parsons... And Demarcus Lawrence and those big people on the Dallas front are different than anyone else he has seen this year. And as a reminder, Jalen Hurts did not beat a single team last year that made the playoffs despite the Eagles doing so. So that narrative will absolutely ride out if he plays badly against Dallas. Greeny brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. You told me earlier this week you think the bet here is the Eagles to run the ball like crazy. And that's right. And I think they're going to run the ball like crazy at Micah Parsons. Here's a good number to demonstrate that. Right now, Micah Parsons is the best pass pass rusher in the NFL. He ranks first in win rate. But among 195 qualified players, he ranks 182nd in run stop. That's, those numbers are black and white. They're cut and dry. The Eagles can absolutely run the ball against a Dallas front that majors in the pass rush. They like to pin their ears back. But the Eagles are, look, the, the fastest way for the Eagles to get up and down the field is just to forget that the perimeter of the thing exists. That's what makes this so interesting to me because this Cowboy team, and anyone who watches Get Up, you know I've kind of adopted them. And a lot of that started mostly for fun. But I, I am fascinated by them. They're built like a team that wants to play from in front. Mm. They're built like the old Peyton Manning teams used to be and stuff like that. Peyton Manning, that's why the old Colts teams, they just got the edge rushers. Their, their, their aim in life was to go ahead. Peyton would put them ahead early, and then boom, we're just going to go after it. Our defense is small and fast, and we're going to rush the passer. This Cowboy team isn't built like that offensively. They're built to be playing 17-13 games. So you can't just pin your ears back. I, to me... These two games this weekend are as good as we will get the entire NFL season. We continue in a moment. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.